And you see, I was searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel, holiday inn. <laughs> no. It's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man. Now, all y'all, please say it with me. Respect my house. Y'all been so good to me. You see, baby, I don't do this just for the recognition. What's my name? Mr. Payne. What's my name? Mr. Payne. I put my boss and said, look, damn it, I want my money. Give me a raise. What y'all think about that? Uh, do that, man. Yeah, you know, that's your thing. Handle your construction. It's your uh, job, you know? Tommy, huh? I, I don't mean to get in your business, and, and I think Cole feels the same way, too. But you know how Cole works at the airport? And I work on the radio. Yeah. Just what the hell do you do for a living, bro? Oh, Martin. Man, we have been friends damn near our whole lives. You know what I do. What I do. Oh, my God. You know what I do? I don't know what I am. You ask him. I hope he ain't in the we are going to delve into one of the greatest television mysteries of all time. The GOAT of mysteries. And I think it's pretty fitting to do this for our Labor Day special. This is a Labor Day extravaganza podcast for you, dedicated to the lovers of Martin, who all maybe have pondered at one point of their lives when watching this show, Tommy's job. And when you think about it, we actually had some clues. Thought I get to know you a little better, Tommy. That's all. Oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> you know everything about me, man. <laughs> Correction, brother. No, I don't. Tommy, I don't even know what the hell you do for a living, man. Stop it, Mark. Stop it, okay? Stop it! You know what I do. You remember you picked me up from work that one time? Yeah, Tommy. It was a big white building with no signs, no windows. Tommy, I'm not even sure you came out of there, brother. All right, next thing I know, boom, boom, there you were. I uh, got transferred. Don't work there anymore. Oh, now we get somewhere. All right. Where'd you get transferred? That big black building across the street. Another factor was the high level of secrecy that was involved with Tommy's job. Oh, look, look here, my, I've been thinking, okay? And with the kind of work that I do, right? I think it's really important that I'm not seen on TV. <laughs> Tommy, what? Everybody in the audience knows damn well you ain't got no job, man! And the audience also knows that at one point, Tommy switched jobs, and we met one of his co-workers, Aquanetta. Aquanetta and I are going to be working for the same company. I am so glad that you decided to accept Thank Tommy. Thank you. So Look, guys, Aquanetta set up a meeting with the CEO of her company. They offered me the job. Oh, that is great! <laughs> what are you going to be doing at your new job? Same thing I was doing my last job. <laughs> Tommy's job first came into question in season two, episode eight, You've Got a Friend. But it wasn't until season three, episode 10, Get a Job, that Martin would take it upon himself to get to the bottom of Tommy's profession. Hey, I'm sorry I'm late. Hi, Tommy. Hey, baby. Just got off work. Tommy, off work. Yeah, man, please. All right, go ahead with all that job stuff. Hey, sure you got better excuses swimming around up there in your super dome. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Just deal me in. Uh-huh. I'll deal you in with your no job after that. <laughs> See, Tommy, you done got him started. Why you always got to mention that job stuff? That's okay, baby. He's just jealous. Thank you. Mm. Jealous of what? Your 
please, okay? <laughs> I know where the hell I work. Somebody at the door, Mom. Just get the door. I get it. Tommy should be getting the door. He ain't done nothing all day. Yeah. Say, brother, I got your piece in here. You got my piece. I ain't ordered no damn pizza. Oh, hey, hey, hold up. Now, it's still hot. I'm letting you go at a discount rate. Don't do that for everybody. First of all, who are you? Okay? And, and second of all, okay, wh wh where'd you get the pizza? You know something? You ask a lot of questions. Now, I'm just trying to help you out. You're trying to help me out. Oh, you ain't okay. Okay. Ho, 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 ho. I know, I know. Okay, I know, man. But you see, I'm always wanting to help a brother out. You know? Besides, I'm a little hungry. How much for the pizza, bro? For you? Fifteen hours. Fifteen. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's a hell of a notch you got there, Tommy. Yeah. What'd you get? Oh, come on, man. You know how I do. Here you go, bro. You keep the change. Huh? You know, man, you cool, but we go back like spinal cords and car seats. But your man right here got a bad attitude, chief. Here, enjoy your day. The episode Get a Job aired November 17, 1994 on Fox, and this classic episode introduced us to Tracy Morgan, who played the character Hustle Man. Years later, during the Deaf Comedy Jam anniversary, Tracy Morgan got on the stage and thanked Martin for putting him on. Martin Lawrence, you know, 25 years ago, check this out, bust it. 25 years ago, I was a young, hungry comic trying to find my way in this game, man. And dude came out of nowhere and said, come eat at my table. Just like you and your artist Puff, he stood that with me. He's my OG. He will always be my OG. I love you. They will never stop. Greatest ball. Greatest ball. Thank you. Me and my family, thank you. For giving me an opportunity, Mom. I love you so much. That's world life. You know what I'm saying? I seen him. I was sitting right up there. I seen him. Me and my brother Jim went to the show. The first show I seen him. I looked at him. Something came over me. Something came over me. I knew what I wanted to do because of you. Martin even gave Tracy Morgan his first movie role in A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. He was the bartender at Chocolate City. And hearing all this, it's pretty bizarre that... Tracy Morgan has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and Martin doesn't. I'm not saying one deserves one more than the other, but we wouldn't have had Tracy Morgan if it wasn't for Martin. I mean, I mean, Martin isn't God, obviously. God made Tracy Morgan. But what I'm saying is Martin Lawrence continues to be underrated and overlooked in Hollywood. Other acting credits for Tracy Morgan include Half-Baked, Third Rock from the Sun, Crank Yankers, Head of State, The Tracy Morgan Show, The Longest Yard, 30 Rock, Death at a Funeral. He did some years on SNL. Sounds like prison, right? He did some years on SNL. Also, he did the movie Fist Fight, The Simpsons. He did the movie What Men Want. He actually played a character in Jordan Peele's new series of the Twilight Zone reboot, he currently stars in The Last OG, and he's actually currently filming, which I have some reservations about, coming to America, like the number two, which they're doing a reboot of the movie. I just, I don't know how to feel about that. Let's get back to the episode as we hear Martin get more and more suspicious about his best friend's profession. Malcolm's Chop Shop. 
No, no, this ain't no Clarence. Yeah, does Tommy Strong work there? No, no, he don't, you don't have one. Huh? Oh, okay, well, thank you. What's up, baby? Baby, I'm trying to find out where Tommy works. Why are you all up in Tommy's business? Because, Gina, we should know what all our friends are into. Right? I got your back. I'm watching our back so me and you don't get caught into nothing out there. And I don't think you should jump to conclusions unless you have some facts. Facts? Mm -hmm. Oh, I got the facts, Gina. That wild money Tommy had the other day. What is all that? Where's he getting that? The expensive clothes he wears. Where's he getting all this cream, Gina? Where's he getting a dollar-dollar bill? Are you up in here with it? Why don't you just ask his mother what he does? I did. She don't know. She asked me. Martin, my best friend has finally found somebody special. Now you're saying he's a crook. That's your boy. That's wrong. Look, baby, I just call it how I see it. Okay? All I'm saying, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a damn duck. <laughs> see, Gina, when the truth comes, falsehood vanishes. And falsehood is forever vanishing things, baby. What? I don't know. I'm on a roll. Just flow with it. As the mystery of Tommy's job continues to eat away at Martin's psyche, Martin becomes a little bit more obsessed and decides to implement alternative strategies. Martin, what are you doing now? Gina, I'm just studying body language. I'm trying to get to the bottom of all this Tommy stuff. Well, whatever you do tonight, don't start asking Tommy a whole bunch of crazy questions, please. Oh, no, no, don't worry. Tommy's going to tell me everything I want to know without opening his mouth. The body never lies. Martin, that is crazy. Did you just roll your eyes? Let me go to the eye roll chapter. Hold on. According to the eye roll chapter, you're trying to disregard me, huh? Whatever. Is that a little finger tippity tap tap tap? Let me let me, let me go there. Let's see. Well, according to the finger chapter, I'm getting on your damn nerves, huh? You know something? There might be something to this book after all. All right. Whatever, Jane. You ain't got to believe me, but look. Just watch Tommy, okay? When he folds his arms, that means he's on the defensive. He don't want to be messed with. Okay? When he when he sticks his finger in his ear, uh, uh, girl, means he's straight up lying. Hey, y'all ready yet? Mm -hmm, setting up his lie, all right. this. What, 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 what's happening, Tommy? What, what, what's going down, Donkey Kong? Ah, uh, not much, short doggy dog. You are not sober. On a dog, do you? Uh, okay, okay. Uh, rip it out. Come on. Down, down, boy. Down. <laughs> Look, sorry we're late, man. Got held up at work. Held up? Mm hmm At work? Yes. <laughs> Again? Look, are we gonna play pool or not? No, I mean, what's the rush? We could play pool anytime. Well, you know, we don't sit and talk anymore. I mean, can we get a rap? Can we yiggity-yaggity-yak for a minute? Uh, can, can we talk while we play pool? No, nah, Tommy. I want your undivided attention. Sit on down here. Talk to me. Uh, so, so, what you been doing all day, Tommy? Oh, you know, man. Or, uh, uh, working, you know, doing what I do. All right. All right, straight up line. Uh-huh. So, Tommy, you mean to tell me you got a regular job like the rest of us? Hell yes, Martin, all right? I have a job, a nine-to-five, just like all of you. Oh, another arm. You see how he's falling in the arm right here? Keep it on the down, down. Keep it on the down, down. And, Tommy, 
on this normal job. Tell us what you do. Quick. Come on, Tommy. Spit it out. What you do. Whoa, wait, wait a minute, Mark. Man, I don't have to prove to you that I have a damn job, all right? Scratching on the head. That's a new one. Let, let's check the book. Let's check the book. <laughs> huh? Hold on, home we find. Okay. Um, according to the scratching of the head chapter. Look, look what, what, what does that say? <laughs> Although Martin and Gina are pretty justified in trying to understand what their friend does for a living, their shenanigans are rubbing Pam and Tommy the wrong way. Excuse me, what is all this sneaky little whispering about? I mean, that's rude. That's very, very rude. Yes. I'll tell you what it's about, Pam. I'm sick and tired of your man Tommy lying about having a job. You, you know what? Hold, hold on, baby. Hold on, I'll get it. I'm getting a little sick and tired of you telling me that I don't. Ooh, oh, did he jump to the space? Hold, hold it, Gina. Hold on. I got you. I got you. Nah, that's my boy. That's my boy. I grew up with him. I grew up with him. Curse was all time in. Okay? All I'm saying to you is what do you do, man? Who 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 you who you talking to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you me. You talking to me. No, bro, no, no. So you can't be talking to me because I'm a grown ass man. Well, I'm a grown man too, I'm a grown man too. What's up? Baby, hold me on the balance. <laughs> Martin, please, man. Come on, baby. Let's What's go. Up, you know you done messed up, right, Tommy? You hey, messed Pam. up. No, you done messed up. Pam, yeah. look. We just trying to find out the truth, okay? No, Gina. The truth is you're being influenced by inch high private eye. Huh? <laughs> the next scene opens up in Pam's apartment. Gina's there trying to apologize for her and Martin's behavior the night before and maybe get a little information out of Pam about Tommy's job. But as the scene continues... Pam gets some visitors and things get a little interesting. I'm sorry about the way me and Martin acted, okay? Look, Gina, sorry doesn't get it. You got a lot of nerve. Look, Martin is so obsessed with finding out what Tommy does for a living, I guess I just got caught up in it. I expected Martin to do something trifling like that, but you, you, you should know better than that, Gina. I do. You know I do. As long as you know what Tommy does for a living, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. As long as you know. Mm-hmm. You do know, don't you? <laughs> I'm not going there. Come on, hey, Pam. I'm just concerned for you, that's all. I mean, if there was anything wrong, if there was something shady going on, you'd tell me, right? Gina, we're girls, remember? Okay, I would always come to you. Tommy has nothing to hide. And neither do I, all right? All right, girl. Oh, hey, how y'all doing? Who's she? She's just a friend. Is she involved in this? Oh, no, no. Mm -mm. Well, Tommy's still down with us, right? No question, no question. You holding the cash? Yeah. How about you guys take it to the kitchen and I'll be in there to talk details, okay? Hi, hi, how you doing? The men that come to Pam's apartment look like legit mobsters, like the ones that probably would have been killed in The Goodfellas or like B-sides of The Sopranos. But regardless, things are looking really suspicious. So this opens the gate to Martin and Gina's investigation, starting first with breaking into Pam's apartment. I told you something was up with Tommy. No, 
what? I didn't believe you till I saw those two gangsters here. Keep it down. Keep it down. No! You don't slam the door! No! They could have been in the back. Now, just, just, just cover me. Cover you with what? Detective stuff, like Barnaby Jones and them do. Okay? Oh, okay. Fine. I'm gonna go look over there. Fine. Obviously, when you're looking for clues, you kind of want to do it in the dark if you're breaking into a home, but Gina turns on the brightest light in the room. Just look around, slowly and nicely. <sighs> Damn! What, what? That's a Martin. What, what, what is it? Pam went behind my back, bought that sweater I wanted. Can you believe it? Oh, girl! What you see her? Gina, we cat burglars. I ain't trying to hear nothing about no damn sweater right now. What? Look, just come on, Gina. I'm serious, Martin. Do okay. you know how hard it is to find a sweater in this color? And I'm serious too, Gina. We're looking for clues. Okay, now let's go. Mine's so nasty. Search around. Look, I'm gonna ask Pam's sisters what's happening. <laughs> Three the hard way. Y'all don't know nothing, do you? <laughs> hey, Tommy. Pam. This is Big Tony. Be at 117 South Main Street at 7 tonight. And don't forget what I said. There's a price on your head. And that's real. No, 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 come on now, come on, okay, come on now, don't do the girl, it's gonna be alright, okay, listen, the, 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 the damn uh, price on Tommy's head is a big price, okay, <laughs> oh, look, look, baby, let's just get out of here, cause you heard what he said, it's real, let's just go, alright, okay, <laughs> <laughs> So now that Martin and Gina have a location, so begins the second phase of their investigative work, the stakeout. Hours ago. Gina, we on a stakeout, baby. You got to be patient. Okay, now where's the rest of my sloppy Joe? I'm hungry, baby. Come on. <laughs> How can you eat at a time like this? Tommy's in trouble and something horrible could happen to Pam. Girl, please. If, if they get in trouble, Tommy could just hop on Pam back and ride off into the sunset. Okay? And then hand me the hot sauce. Hand me the hot sauce. I like hot sauce. Who is that peeping through the car window? None other than Hustle Man. And this is not just any window. This is a window of opportunity to get his hustle on. Say, brother, I got some nice roses for your fine lady. <laughs> Don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> man, you sure ask a lot of questions, man. You want these roses or not? You know, I look like I want some damn flowers? <laughs> nah, but it look like y'all on a stakeout. Hey, these two rides on a stakeout. <laughs> <laughs> Give me eight dollars. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Yes. <laughs> you trying to help me out? Here you go, darling. Okay, okay baby. Oh, can I have the yellow one? Wow, man, this one looks a little. Sure, you can, Puddin'. <laughs> you 
know the trick to healthy flowers is you gotta put aspirin in the water. Yeah. You Sugar. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, hey, 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 hey. Fly man, if you don't get your tulip selling ass on the way from here, come on, man, stop. You ain't got to get no attitude with nobody. Thank you for the flowers, baby. Gina, this ain't no game. You can't be messing around, baby. No mistakes allowed. All right, Martin. No mistakes allowed may be a great mantra when doing detective work, but after sitting in their stakeout location for a couple of hours, they made a really big mistake. Gina, something, something ain't right, baby. We've been in, out here, what, what, two hours? Huh? I ain't seen Tommy, no sign of Tommy. I can do you one better. I know he's not gonna show up. You know he's not gonna show up? Why? Because we got the wrong address. <laughs> the wrong address, Gina? Yes, we're supposed to be at 117 South Bay. This is 171 South Bay. Let, let, let me see. One, two, three, Gina, why don't you take off the sunglasses, the dark sunglasses, and we can see them. Uh-uh, don't be coming down on me. Tommy, is your crowd trying to help you out? Sure. Say, brother. <laughs> Didn't I just tell you to leave? Nah, man, that was my brother Bobby. You don't know me, man. I'm from Texas, kid. I'm just trying to get my hustle on. Dick this here. You want to buy some tires? Nah, hustle, man. I don't want to buy no tires. Why would I want to buy some tires? I'm just trying to help you out, kid. I'm trying to watch your back out here, Chief. Yeah, yeah, but watch my back and watch my dust from over there, Chief. <laughs> watch my dust. Watch my dust. Uh, I say watch the dust. I say watch the dust. Hey, baby. I'm locking. As the camera pans out, we see Martin's car sitting on bricks and the tires have been stolen. Oh, baby, we've been robbed. After finally arriving at 117 South Main, Martin and Gina have to do a double take because they're standing in a strip club known as Strippendales. As Martin and Gina peek through the glass window, the room is filled with women with cash in their hands, Pam is on the mic, and who does she bring up on the stage? None other than Tommy. Gina, I can't take this no more. Girl, the closet door done flew open and the bones done fell out. We can not even I want to, we can Tommy, we get to do this. Look at y'all, ladies, do Move Give away all your hard-earned money. Huh? You'll be home with your husband, your men. Tommy, the party's over. I'll get your happy ass down off stage. Let's go. Shame of yourselves, all of you. That's right, especially you, Bride of Stankenstein. Ladies, I'm sorry, you guys have a good evening, okay? I can't believe it either, Tommy. How long have you been doing this, man? How long have you been shaking your ass for cash? Gina, Tommy is not dancing for money. This is a charity fashion show for the Feed the Youngins Foundation. Read Why you got me on stakeouts following Tommy and stuff, Gina? What? Me? What about you? You should have seen this coming with your cat eye. Hey, hey, uh, Gina. Don't, hey, don't stop him. Okay, okay, what? okay, okay. We in this together. Tommy, brother, I thought we were boys, man. Why, why, why didn't you tell me? 
because I didn't want you clowning me, man. I didn't tell anybody. Hey, I didn't even tell the people on my job. Oh, damn. Tommy, don't go uh -huh. to the job. Uh -huh. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Lying, man, about having a damn job, Tommy. You know what's funny, baby? We done went through all this, and I still don't know what he does for a living. It isn't anything illegal, is it, Tommy? No, Gina, no, no, all right? I have a simple nine to five just like the next man. And that's what makes Tommy's job the greatest mystery of all time, because even at the end of this episode, we still leave with questions. Baby, I'm sorry Martin and Gina stretched you out. That's all right, baby, it's all over now. Mm, I mean, you know, your job shouldn't concern them. Huh. You know, as long as we know what you do, that's all that matters. That's right, baby. Tommy, what do you do? Come <laughs> on, oh, baby. You know what I do. But I was thinking... You know, uh, oh, 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 baby. That's my job. I gotta go, okay? I'll what call you later, all right? Tommy. Okay. Miss me. Heck no. I'll get to the bottom of this. They're gonna be running out. And me not knowing what's going on here. Okay? Malcolm Shop Shop. Is Tommy Strong working there? Now, as a Martin show stan, I can tell you that there is a documented job in the Martin series that Tommy actually had when he worked for Marty Mars Meatloaf and Waffles as a dishwasher. That was just a little quick job because, you know, of course, that restaurant opened and closed in one day. I can also confirm his volunteer work with the Boys and Girls Club. From season one, we learned in... Blackboard Jungle Fever, as well as in the episode I Saw Gina Kissing Santa Claus, Tommy did volunteer for those organizations. And despite being a hilarious running joke on the Martin series, before his untimely death, Thomas McHale Ford expressed his disdain for having a character that was unemployed. You know what? Martin and I were very good friends before the Martin show. Um, and our relationship was very similar to our relationship on screen. I was a, you know, a calm cat, and he was a wild cat, you know, we go play ball every day, and they were like, man, you better, Martin was a golden little boxer. Wow. So even though he's a little cat, he doesn't back down from anybody at any time. Mm -hmm. So cat's like, Tommy, you better get your boy. <laughs> but he doesn't back down from anybody. So I'm like, come on, man, let's calm down. We're gonna be all right. That's really the way we, we brought that relationship to screen. So the first, the first year of the Mark show, we, um, when we first started the show, we sat around the room and we decided, listen, we have to decide what our, what our jobs are going to be. Because, we you know, we're, we're out there for young African-Americans and we want to make sure that we, you know, we do some things. We identify our jobs. And we did about four or five episodes the first season of, of the March show, revealing Tommy's job. So after you finish the season, we may finish maybe in May and we off until maybe August or September. So we go back and we start every show with a table read. And that means you sit around with a script and you read the script. If you have any questions or concerns, you tell the writers about it. And we're reading the script and they're talking about Tommy's job. And Mark stopped and said, wait a minute. What the hell do you do, Tommy? <laughs> I said, well, I, I, actually, he said, no, 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 no. You ain't got no damn job. I said, no, no, I do. Now, everybody around the table is cracking up. And I'm going, no, no, that's not funny, dude. I really do have a job, man. We, we, no, no. The writer's like, I love it. Let's keep it. There it is. No matter how many conspiracy theories you may come up with, we will never know what Tommy did for a living. And we're not supposed to know because that's what makes this one of the greatest mysteries in television of all time. Just a little quick information on the episode, Get a Job. It was directed, of course, by Garen Keith. And you can find out all of his work in our very first podcast, Do You Remember the Time? And the 
episode was written by Cheryl Holiday, and you can find out all her information on our second podcast, Control. Remember, that was the episode where Gina had to work in Shanene's show enough hair salon. So pretty important episodes written by Cheryl Holiday. Now, you know what time it is. It's time for us to get to step. So that's what we're going to do. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. I just want to tell you all to email me at the Martin Show Podcast at gmail.com and tell me some of your theories. I mean, I still want to know what you think Tommy did for a living. This podcast may have shut down your hopes and dreams of finding the truth, but I think it would still be fun just to hear what you think about his employment or maybe lack thereof. He was employed. I don't care what anybody says. He had a job. And as I close out this Labor Day podcast, this Labor Day of love or labor of love, it's not literally a Labor Day of love. I mean, I love Martin, but anyway, I digress. As we close out, I just want to remind you all to subscribe to the Martin Show podcast, tell your friends, and remember that we are available on all platforms where podcasts are available. So before we say please, I would like to dedicate this song to Tommy's job. You know, well, oh, look, it's t- time for me to go to work. I got to go. I got no job, man. Why don't you give me your resume, okay? I'll take it to work with me. See, we got some openers coming up. Tommy, what? Come on, man. Why are you going to lie to the brother, man? No, no. I'm- man, come on, man. You know you ain't got no job, man. Come on. Where was I gonna call you, Tom? At work? <laughs> You're very lucky to make it out that crash with just an injured wrist. Yeah, no. You know, it's a good thing I have my company car, huh? But your chart says here you ain't got no job, man. Fall off, that's a typo. I got a job. <laughs> Excuse me, your manager. Can, look, can, can I ask you this question, man? Where did you get this coffee, brother? I mean, I, I would love to wear something like that down at my job, man. No disrespect intended, my good brother, but the word in the motherland is, uh, you ain't got no job. Look, can I write you a check? No, Tommy, I know you can't write me no check. Everybody know you ain't got no job. This whole ski trip don't sound right, baby. It's not right. Martin, somebody Tommy works with gave him a condo for the weekend. What? Think about it, Gina. <laughs> Tommy ain't got no job. Which means we ain't going nowhere, baby. Tommy, huh? Give me your car keys. Oh, I can't do that.
down in my job. How about hooking a brother up, Tommy? Well, it's as good as done. Tommy, how you gonna hook a brother up with nothing? <laughs> Look, I will pick you up on my way to work, and you make sure that you're wearing a suit, a tie, and a blindfold. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Somebody actually hired you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got a job working with Tammy. Working with Tammy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did you start, Cole? I don't know. <laughs> Where's the office at, Cole? I don't know. <laughs> well, what do you do, Cole? Same thing as Tommy. <laughs>